Rocking across the USA every Saturday. Hey, have you ever wondered why? Why do some of these athletes with such amazing talent, such amazing gifts, go down the route into that deep, dig, dug hole of the abyss of alcohol and drugs, and others don't? Why do you think that happened? Why? It's the same reason why it does in general society, too. In just a couple minutes, James Smitty Smith, uh, a very good friend of mine for an extremely long time, and the host of In This Corner TV, the number one boxing television show in the world, is going to be with us talking about that very question. You know, it's fascinating, isn't it? We have people that, with outrageous gifts and talents that end up allowing drugs and alcohol to suck the living life, the life energy, the life force right out of them. And we're going to talk about some of these people that Smitty has interviewed over the years and try to figure out what is it. Like, why do they do that? And the reason we want to do this on this show is because we want you to have access of that information so that we can make better choices in life. Of course, for the last 23 years, we've been bringing this type of information, this type of information, and these type of guests like James Smith onto the show to awaken, to enlighten, to inspire, and to make sure that we're living life at the highest level possible. 1-800-548-TALK is the number. 1-800-548-TALK. The text 941 Two six six seven six seven six nine four one two six six seven six seven six. David Essel alive every Saturday, six to nine Eastern, three to six Pacific. Proud to be part of the premier Clear Channel iHeartRadio show, broadcasting live as we do every Saturday out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Nathan and Tricia in the box with me here. Um, absolutely, our number one goal is to give you information to change. That's it. the reason we're on the air is to inspire you to change. Now, as we move through our guests and we go from topic to topic and we answer emails and texts and all that, if you miss it or if you have friends and family members that would love to be getting this information, I want to remind you that every Saturday night, just a little after 9 p.m., Nathan will have all of the shows archived at talkdavid.com. So all you have to do is go to talkdavid.com, tell your friends to go there later on tonight and download the shows whenever you have a chance to listen and stay inspired. And speaking of staying inspired, one week from tomorrow, March 23rd, our next workshop, Love and Relationships, Everything You've Always Wanted to Know is going to be in high gear. It's a three-hour workshop. It's only $27. Oh, my Lord. You can join us from anywhere in the USA via teleconference. The workshop itself will be in the state of Florida, but you can join us anywhere via teleconference for $27. More information on love and relationships at talkdavid.com. Check it out and join us. Don't blow it. Don't miss this one. It's going to be a lot of fun as they always are. James Smitty Smith is my guest, host of In This Corner TV. He's a a member of the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame, a radio and TV host for over 25 years, and we're always so damn proud to have him back. Smitty, welcome to the program. Hey, David, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you in Vegas? I'm good. You know, coming off a real busy, we had a big fight week uh, last week at the MGM Grand, and this week I'm, uh, you know, people think when they're, they wonder how I'm pretty ubiquitous. Today I'm covering fights from Puerto Rico, through the wizardry of uh, you know computer and electronics, I have to uh, watch a, watch some Showtime fights, score the fights on our new boxing app, which is called Boxing Fight Night, which is a free app by the way, where people can score along with me. And then I have to do a post fight vo, and then feed it to my computer uh, through the computer to my producer who handles the audio, sends it to one of the networks that carry my show, Fight Now TV, and they put my magical words. 
uh, underneath the video of what happens. And so, uh, yeah, I'm busy, let's to say the least. <laughs> but always like happy it, to take time to uh, to chat with you because, you know, I think some of the great metaphors, uh, you know, uh, for life come out of boxers and boxing movies. And, you know, back in the 30s, the original movie, The Champ, came out. And Wallace right. Berry actually won the Academy Award. A lot of people don't know this. You and I weren't even around in the 30s. But, and, and the reason why boxing movies are so popular and fighters are so popular is because what better way to represent the highs and lows, ups and downs, trials and tribulations of life than through a boxer who sometimes go through these over the course of, you know, 5, 10, and in, in the past 15 rounds. Right on. And, and you know, when, when we look at the – we're going to look at the dark side of athletics and boxing and people that have gone down that path. But there's also the light side, the bright side of it, of, of being able to follow those people that have dug themselves out of the ghetto and dug themselves out of extreme poverty, which you and I have talked before, Smitty, so many boxers have – come from that, which, which, as you mentioned in the very last program that we talked about, is one of the things that gives them the grit and the steel and the strength to stand in and beat the hell out of each other. You know, it's yeah, like, those are, as many fighters have said, all those marks are, are not medals, they are scars. And mm-hmm. usually great fighters come from scarred backgrounds. And, and, right. I, and I really realized this in my, you know, in my first professional fight when I was fighting this Puerto Rican kid and, 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 you know, and, and at first really beating the heck out of him, looking good, man. I was worried about my tassels and my socks and my hair. And, but I looked into his eyes in round number two, and I saw it all that he was chasing something altogether different than I was chasing. He, he was out there to kill me. I was out there to just look good and win. And around that point, even though I would fight several more years, I kind of realized, man, Maybe I need to get out of this and get behind the broadcast mic. <laughs> now, you know, when you, when you talk about that and you see that, that steel eyes, those, those steely eyes, those eyes of death, how did that change your approach to the rest of the fight? I'm just curious. You know, you know I, it, it kind of put a little bit of fear into me where I realized that, that I had never really, you know, seen that in, a, in another human being associated with, with, with me. And because I, I kind of read things pretty good, I realize, and it, and it did, by, and by the way, I lost that fight by decision. And I fought him again okay. um, a little bit healthier and smarter a year later and knocked him out. But it, it, it just it changed me overall because I kind of realized then that, you know, to me this was a sport, a kind of a, a game, but you really don't play boxing. To them it was really a matter of, of life or death. Uh, and, and I know that's not yeah. the case with all fighters, especially, but the greatest ones I've ever been around. You talk about that thing you just called the dark side. All, the greatest fighters I've ever been around really have the ability to shift into that and then shift back out. Unfortunately, sometimes when the, the lights go dim, they're not able to shift out of it, and hence some of these things I know we're going to talk about. Yeah. Let's start with with a name that so many people know, Hector Macho Camacho, 50 years of age, and how did he die, Smitty? Yeah, he he got shot in in, in Puerto Rico um, by some drug dealers, apparently. I don't even know if it was a drug deal gone bad, but it was the same thing that so much of Hector's life, you know, outside the the, the ring was was drugs and alcohol and, 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 you know, and carousing and two, two, we, we've all maybe done that, but I mean to the, oh, everything with, 
with and pardon the pun, everything with Hector is on steroids, even though he probably never used steroids. But that's right. just his personality. And what made him so great in the ring was this tremendous energy. And when he would get out of that ring, he just couldn't channel it. I mean, this mm. guy, you know, and I'm not meaning to make a joke, but he, I'm sure Hector would be like, he got arrested in, outside of Fort Myers, an area you and I know, for having sex in the middle of the street in a car, like a Ferrari. So I right. guess if you're going to get arrested, that's the way to get arrested. But this is the kind of guy, you know, that he, he was, and he just, every time he would try to channel it, uh, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't able to do it, and we can get into this, but I think it's so much a part of, you know, not having a plan and a purpose. And when you get, when you get a guy like that out of their routine, that's when they, you know, what do they say? The idle mind is the devil's workshop. Right on. Yeah. What was he like to interview? Great. I mean, but he, I knew he was an emotional guy. I got close to Hector, um, you know, uh, when I was just starting out in, in, in radio. And, I, I, you know, I had, we were both flamboyant little guys and got to know him. Well, I remember him calling me after he won a fight in Puerto Rico. And against, I think it was Edwin Rosario, he won a decision, I think, close. And he probably lost the fight. But I remember him calling me up. And he didn't even know me that well. And he just broke down crying, just crying over the phone talking about this and i remember being on the phone with him consoling him. i hardly even knew him and i knew then that again his emotional situation was was unstable at best at times but to, to interview him he was a gregarious likable guy by the way we even closed down norma jean's cafe a, a few times oh wow yeah so he was uh it became a good friend of mine and um but again i always knew that he had had this uh, other side to him yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when when you look at someone that is that has because he had so much talent, raw talent in the ring, didn't he? Oh, he was. He's a Hall of Fame fighter for sure. A, a guy who had maybe among the best legs I've ever seen in boxing. Great, great legs. Never got stopped during his entire career. Multiple time world champion. Brilliant, quick fisted fighter. Uh, but again, so much of being a great fighter. And you talked about this on on the break. I heard you. You know, having a plan, having a routine. Right. Uh, and, and you mentioned a contract. A con well, fighters have a contract with themselves. That you know, and it starts with getting up early and the road work and how you eat and how you take care of your body and how you. So once a guy gets out of that routine and he's left to fend for himself, which by the way, unfortunately, so many boxers are because they're not lucky enough to have all these other careers that other, as other athletes yes. are in broadcasting yes. and other things. It leads them down to where they're thinking for themselves. And, uh, again, they have that, uh, uh, if you're that type of personality, triple uh, A on steroids, it, it's, it, it's difficult. When we come back with James Smitty-Smith, host of In This Corner TV, his website, by the way, is inthiscornertv.com, inthiscornertv.com. We're going to go into more. Uh, descriptions of other individuals that he has interviewed and they're 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 falling to the abyss with alcohol drugs and the question continues to rise why and what can we do differently james smitty smith a radio tv broadcaster for over 25 years i'm david essel our website talkdavid.com so much more to come stay right there Did you know that in just three hours, your life can be radically changed? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. Every month, we offer a low-cost, 
three-hour seminar that you can join from anywhere in the USA for only $27. Our life-changing topics range from financial freedom to love and relationships, as well as our motivational seminar, Change Your Life Now. Visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com right now. And sign up for only $27. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to six pacific need toner the toner kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country and fortune 500 companies like lockheed martin american red cross and excellus blue cross just to name a few just head online to the tonerkings.com order toner and save up to 60 percent off dealer pricing with their 100 guarantee you can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk visit the tonerkings.com mention you heard this ad on xm radio and get an additional 20 percent off your first toner order Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com david.com need toner the toner kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country and fortune 500 companies like lockheed martin american red cross and excellus blue cross just to name a few just head online to the tonerkings.com order toner and save up to 60 percent off dealer pricing with their 100 guarantee you can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk visit the tonerkings.com mention you heard this ad on xm radio and get an additional 20 percent off your first toner order When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA. And we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit LifeCoachUniverse.com. That's LifeCoachUniverse.com. 
You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Thanks so much for tuning in. And don't forget that all of these shows are available at Archive after 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. James Smitty Smith, my guest right now, host of uh, In This Corner TV, his website, In This Corner TV. TV.com. You can check it out after 9 o'clock tonight as we will have everything up on the archive. Hey, Smitty, just before the break, we were talking about Hector Macho Camacho, 50 years old, killed by drug dealers of some sort. If you were able to talk to him again about his life from when the first several times you interviewed him on, what, what is it that, what advice, I'm just going to put that out there, what advice on life, not on boxing, but what advice on life do you think you'd give Hector? You know, to have a routine, to have a plan, and with guys like that, I've dealt with so many of them. Some of us need a a weekly planner. Some need a monthly planner. Guys like Hector Camacho, they need an hourly planner mm. of how mm. you know what to do and to have it in. You know, to I, I do this with a lot of people, David. Uh, I, I ha, you know tell them to write down. Obviously, you know before you go into bed, have your whole day mapped out in front of you, and even if you're on vacation. You should have your whole day mapped out for that day to be a vacation. But people like that, in particular, who have these, for lack of a better term, demons inside of them, mm-hmm. um, they they need to really monitor themselves. I, I, I think, really, I really believe one of the reasons Michael Tyson is alive right now is because he constantly is mentioning that he has these issues, that he has these situations inside and he's constantly checking and cross-referencing and checking over himself and his wife uh, Kiki's doing a great job of that too and he's on such a schedule now between movies and a promotional company and appearances I truly believe that's what really keep and has kept so far and thus far uh, Mike Tyson in check so what I would have said to Hector was you know how when you were fighting for the world championship Every hour was accounted for. Well, now in life you need to uh, uh, account for everything and put all that heart and soul and determination and skill, help other people with it. Make that a focus to put it into something. Have a, Again, that word you love, focus. Have a focus. Have a direction. Have a damn plan. And, and, and not, not just to, uh, I'm going to wake up and see what the day brings me. Because at, at the end of the day, it's kind of haunting that you went to that commercial break with, with Jim Morrison music. <laughs> Same thing for a guy yes. like Jim Morrison. I think he was on a little break from music and singing. We know what happened to him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Smitty, now here's a, here's a question for you, and I know this guy is still fighting. But, but you know, I remember hearing stories, and you'll, you'll know if it's more valid than, than I would because you've interviewed people like Hector. But I remember reading stories about Hector when he was boxing and then when he retired about, you know, the playboy and the heavy partying and everything else. And then we have someone like Floyd Mayweather Jr. From And, and tell me, is, is this true that he doesn't partake in alcohol and drugs at all? 
from what I know, that's not any of a real problem. I've, I've never known him to do any drugs, and he keeps in such splendid uh, c- conditioning and everything. Right. So uh, as far as I've, I've heard him to have a drink or two, but no, nothing like that, too. You know, Floyd's biggest problem is, is his ego, and, and he's to some degree he's a control freak. And, you know, there. by the way, there's this latest TMZ rumors out there that somebody stole some jewelry from his house, and he had some of his boys grab these guys, and, and or he had to meet them somewhere, and he, they beat the heck out of these guys, and that's the thing now that's kind of hanging over his head. Mm. The Las Vegas police haven't made any arrests or anything, but Floyd's biggest problem is that he's a control freak, but, but go ahead. Okay, but I was just, I'm wondering, like, you know, like, come, coming from that, that world of boxing, that hyper-aggressive, type yeah. A, testosterone-driven, you know, arena where that a lot of the athletes go to drugs and alcohol for, uh, for the reasons that we all know that people use them to numb the emotion, to, to bring the high, make the highs better. I'm wondering how someone like Mayweather escapes that lure into that depth that Hector couldn't escape. Well, I think Floyd does it, too, with gambling. He doesn't gamble okay. like, you know, I don't gamble. I, I, I've learned in Vegas early on. <laughs> this town wasn't made by guys who win. All these beautiful <laughs> temples and cathedrals and palaces, they're made by losers. But anyway, Floyd gambles to extreme. So again, everything to an extreme. And how much different yep. is it than a Heath Ledger or a Philip Seymour Hoffman or, you know, that uh, the, right. the other young man that died uh, you, you know, recently, uh, the Canadian young young kid, Corey Monteith, I think was his name. I mean, you know, everybody's numbing or masking something. With fighters, I think it's a little bit different. I, I think there is some pain, and I think there also mm-hmm. is some, some to, to stay on that adrenaline high. I've had a lot of fighters tell me that it's so difficult, you know, when you're used to That's why so many hang around, as you know, David, way past their prime, because just that thing of coming through, you know, coming out of the locker room and heading towards yes. the ring, even though they know it deep inside, once they get in the ring, they don't have it anymore. They know it. Right. They, they numb that and mask it because it's that, it's that drug, it's that addiction of when they walk out of the locker room and the crowd and the noise and the lights. Man, it's addictive for a broadcaster to be there, let alone a fighter to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I remember interviewing, and, and, and uh, this is probably about, 13, 14 years ago, Roman Gabriel, the great uh, Los Angeles Rams quarterback, talking about not himself necessarily, but other players that he had played with, that, that, that adrenaline rush of the stadium, they would keep going with more amphetamines and amphetamine-like substances like cocaine, et cetera, because they never wanted to lose that. Like once they got done with the game, they wanted that high to continue which is exactly what some of these drugs like cocaine does. It keeps us, but it's an and a lot of what it speaks to, David, is having your having some kind of focus on your motivation. What is your motivation? Is your motive because a lot of times, if you ask a fighter or an athlete or a singer, what's your motivation? Is it to do great music? Hell no! I want the chicks. You know, I want the yeah, booze. Yeah. I want the. If the motivation is to be a great fighter, uh, then you also know when it's time to call it a day. Because you're no longer a great fighter. And some, most of the time with fighters, that gets lost because they don't have the people around them. You know, they have so many sycophants around them. Right. Don't tell right. them the truth. You know, and, and that's where, again, that's why they're the most common and uncommon uh, and most abused of any athletes I've ever been around. 
my my guest, James Smitty Smith. I'm going to ask you, Smitty, to hang in there. We've got a couple more questions we're going to go through for him. Host of In This Corner TV, the website, InThisCornerTV.com. He mentioned at the top of our interview that there is a new boxing app out that you can get. Uh, InThisCornerTV.com is the website. We'll come back and talk more about why is it that some drop. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, we welcome the world as we broadcast live. 1-800-548-TALK for 23 years in a row now. Broadcasting live with the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Networks. I'm very happy and proud to be part of uh, this organization as well. James Smitty Smith is my guest, host of In This Corner TV. Smitty, we've been talking about different people, different of the boxers that you've interviewed over the years that have gone down some pretty difficult places. Diego Corrales, 29 years old. Yeah, Diego was, uh, and and people, you know, uh, anybody under 50 probably remembers his phenomenal fight of the year fight against... uh, Castillo, Jose Luis Castillo, and, and, and that exact same date that he died two years earlier, May the 7th, 2005, an ebb and flow, back and forth, riveting fight where Diego came from the brink of extinction in the fight to, to stop Castillo in one of the thrilling uh, matches in recent history. And I remember after that fight, he never was the same. It was one of those game changers uh, and, and life changers because it was such a brutal fight that and he'd already had some wars before that. I don't think he was ever the same. And he, in the rematch, uh, you know, he lost and was stopped. And I saw him a couple times, and he just seemed lost, lost to me. Um, and he, he, had, he still was kind of fighting and active, but he, he realized I think his skills weren't the same. Um, and he, he was drinking a lot. And, and I often wonder about that moment uh, uh, when he died. It's, is it coincidental that it was exactly two years wow. to the day of his greatest triumph when he decided to take his motorcycle that he had just purchased out and go 100 miles an hour on a wet, crowded road in Las Vegas with intersections everywhere? Or was it, was it suicide? Or, you know, was it something else? But, uh, again, he was a guy that, because I think he had had that moment, and I kind of think he knew he would never have that moment again, just a few years out of the game, you know, and actually he had had a few fights. I just think because he didn't have that day-to-day, uh, you know, and with, with boxers, let's be honest, because they're getting hit in the head, it, right. it, 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 that exacerbates anything. So if there is any type of mental instability or things, psychological instability, let's be honest, getting hit in the damn head does not help it. And going back to what you said a few moments ago, I think that what I try to tell all fighters now, or because, again, you know, football, basketball, baseball, whatever, those guys usually have a pretty good educational background. You know, they've gone through college and what Fighters haven't. Most of your great fighters, you know, haven't even made it through sometimes uh, high school, okay? So I always tell guys, go take a class, man. Take a writing class, because I I believe in writing. I know like you do, David, and I, I think if these fighters could 
And if we could do anything for boxers, it would be to give them not only the health benefits they need, but also some type of educational stuff so when they get out of the sport, they'll have a place to go, and, 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 and perhaps that could save lives uh, as well. Yeah. Smitty, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in a slightly different direction. Of all of the boxers that you've interviewed over the years, now, now when I say this, I'm, I'm smiling before I even ask the question, but who was the most sane S-A-N-E. Who is the one that, that you know through your interviews that me. didn't struggle with addiction? Me. Besides, only me. <laughs> I, because I was smart enough to quit before I got my ass kicked. But um, I would say, you know, God, there, there, there's a, a lot of the, you know, I mean, hard, hard to say that Sugar Ray Leonard, you want to say him, but he had the, you know, the cocaine stuff. And the same with Oscar right. De La Hoya, who's going through stuff now. I'm trying to think, man, you know, I mean. Uh, Muhammad Ali, to me, going back, and I was just a kid, and I'm working on a <laughs> a book about my life right now, which Paul Warfield, who met me as the same time as Ali did when I'm about 10 or 11 years old. But everything Ali did, when you really think back on it now, um, you know, and granted he has the Parkinson syndrome, but but the, the, from from the from the decision to refuse to go and, and serve his country for his religious reasons, for the the things that he did. Um, you know, outside the ring, the things that he did for his spiritual beliefs. I mean, it's hard to argue that, you know, that Muhammad Ali, uh, at the end of the day, he's certainly the most special. You know, I, I'm interviewing guys all the time, like an Andre Ward, who's maybe the number two fighter in the world today, who's supremely intelligent and very cerebral in every way, shape, or form. And, you know, and I think Andre will be a guy because... He's already focused on broadcasting. He flew into town to do my show and do my in-ring in, in September. So he's a guy that's already thinking about the future beyond the squared circle. Uh, but that he's, that though, you know, he's, guys like that are far and few in between in the sport of boxing. Um, you know, so I'd have, boy, I'd have to really, maybe I'll come up with a better answer next time on that one. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, but it's fascinating. You've been doing this for 25 years. And and if there were one, two, three, four, or five guys that would jump into this this category that I just asked about, who's the most sane, free of addictions, et cetera, Smitty, they would have popped to your head right away. So that tells us a hell of a yeah, lot and, about this. Yeah, and, and but that's again, that's what we love about this sport so much. It's the it, you know, boxing uh, is the red light district, and for whatever people out there say, oh, I don't watch boxing, right, you know, it's the red light district, and we all want to, we all stop at that, even those of us that are, you know, claim not to. When we see that little red light district, you wonder, shall I take a, a step or two and see what's down there? That's where fighters, and that's where boxing comes from, and uh, it's, by the way, in and of itself, boxing is addictive. I'm addicted to it. Uh, you know, and, and, and most of us are that get involved in it. Yeah, absolutely. The, hey, Smitty, we've got about three minutes left here. Uh, Johnny Tapia. Mm. Yeah, Johnny, me vito loca, my crazy life. I remember when I first sat down and interviewed Johnny, it was one of the most riveting interviews between him and his wife, um, t- talking about, you know, here's a guy whose his dad died when he was little. He watched his mother get, you know, raped and beaten and murdered when he was little. Uh, he fell into, I mean, Johnny Tapia was pronounced dead two or three times, I believe, on drug overdoses. And I remember when I was interviewing him, he was still on the cusp of being a great fighter. And, you know, he said right to my face, I don't know, Smitty, if I'm going to make it. I, I, I don't know. And I, I remember asking his wife on that same show, Teresa, and I, I think the consensus was, I mean, if you were a betting man, you'd bet against it. And I remember when we first did that show, I said, 
at the end of it, here's hoping, you know, Johnny may have already gone through his nine lives, but here's hoping he has, you know, nine more. Well, he didn't. Uh, you know, his life came to an end uh, a few years ago from a drug overdose. And, it, and I, I, I hate to say it, but when I remember when I, every time I would see Johnny Tapia's name on a, on a Google or on anything, on a, on a search or what's trending, when I saw that name that day, I knew what the next thing was going to be. Um, mm. You know, he, he, he was happiest when he was inside the squared circle. He was the most at home. He was the safest. That was his safest haven, yeah, the right. boxing ring for him. Right. The, the, the number one positive, um, I, I want to say, trait that you've picked up over the years from the boxers, would it be perseverance? Yeah, 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 intestinal fortitude. Yeah. The ability to pull themselves up in the most amount of pain at the most difficult circumstances and to fight on, uh, to think within the eye of the storm, you know, in pain, uh, when things, what I love about a fighter is right when he comes to the end of his career, but he's still great, when everything slows down, it's almost like a, a Rocky movie in a sense, or a movie, when everything's in slow motion, and you're able to think through that, but thinking in the eye of the storm, in, in, in great, you know, pressure and pain, is something I think that makes them the most common, again, and uncommon of all, all athletes, uh, other people play sports, you don't play boxing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. James Smitty Smith, host of the most popular uh, boxing television show in the world, In This Corner TV, the, the website In This Corner TV. And I got the Remember scars me? to prove it, baby. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good scars, though. Thank God they didn't touch your face, Smitty. Well, Mike Tyson knocked the bridge out of my mouth, but I love Mike anyway. So. <laughs> Smitty, it's always awesome to have you on. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and knowledge, and we'll look forward to doing it again. You know him, you love him. Always great to be on with you, my friend. <laughs> All right, thanks, Smitty. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Toll free, 1-800-548-TALK. Love the music behind us, Nathan. Great job. Text us, 941-266-7676. Your questions, text, emails, answered next. Stay right there. Did you know that in just three hours, your life can be radically changed? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. Every month, we offer a low-cost, three-hour seminar that you can join from anywhere in the USA for only $27. Our life-changing topics range from financial freedom to love and relationships, as well as our motivational seminar, Change Your Life Now. Visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com right now. And sign up for only $27. Never miss a week of inspiration by joining David Essel's Text Club right now. You can listen to David Essel alive from anywhere in the world right on your smartphone if you text right now, Talk David, to 69302. Text Talk David, all one word, to 69302. And we're going to send you a link before the show starts every week so you can listen live all over the world to David Essel alive. Get inspired right now by joining David Essel's Text Club. Text Talk David to 69302. Talk David to 69302. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
order. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. Are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helps us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. So nice to have you on board. Listen, now is the time. If you want to text us, we're going to be getting to all your texts. I shouldn't say all. That, that would be a lie. I'm going to get to as many of your texts and emails as you can. Uh, if you if you want to call in, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. If you want to text, 941-266-7676, uh, This came in late this afternoon. Is it normal to have dreams about drinking when I am in a recovery program? Sober for 30 days, uh, but they scare me. Yes, first of all, absolutely yes. It's normal to have dreams about drinking or dreams about using drugs. 
um, the subconscious is processing the lack of that experience. The, the subconscious is experiencing the lack of the ingestion of the drug or the ingestion of alcohol. It's also processing the loss of the activities that led up to the use. So if it was a drug, um, a drug addiction, the subconscious is processing the loss of that excitement of contacting the, buy, the, the, the agent selling you the drugs and getting in the car and driving. And for the alcoholic, going to the bar or, or hiding out in the basement drinking. I mean, all of that kind of stuff the subconscious has to process. And when does the subconscious process most clearly is at night in our dreams when the conscious mind has quieted down. I would journal them if I was in your situation. I would absolutely journal them to sort of look for patterns. And sometimes the subconscious is sort of keeping us on path with these dreams. In other words, it's making sure we're on the front burner, that we're, we're, when we're conscious and awake, that we're thinking about the addiction that got us in trouble, that we don't want to go back down that path. So it's not a bad thing, in my opinion. We've been helping people get clean and sober for 20 years. If you're in this situation uh, and, and you're wanting help, contact us. Just go to talkdavid.com, send me an email. All of our work is 100% guaranteed money back. There's no risk. But here's the bad news. The bad news is that so many people wait to get help, whether it's financially resurrecting their life or coming out of an addiction. So many people wait. and I don't have the money now or I don't have the time now. And that's all nonsense. From someone behind the microphone sitting here talking to you today who's in recovery for multiple addictions... I can tell you that I did the same thing. I waited. Oh, I don't want to spend the money. I don't really have the money. I don't have the time to take off to do this work. You do. And if you don't, it can get much worse. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text 941-266-7676. Here's a text. Just came in. New York City, 212 area code. Uh, Yes, please tell the individual that texted in that I've been sober for two years now, and I still get the dreams. However, when I get them, it usually means that I'm not working hard enough on my program, and I jump right back into it. Best of luck to them. I love that. That is a great comment. For someone that's having regular dreams, and this person's been sober for a couple years, it's a wake-up call. Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough to stay on my path of sobriety? Great, great text. Thank you very much. Again, text number 941-266-7676, Your video on fibromyalgia, now remember, gang, at YouTube, YouTube video, we have about 500 videos on personal growth and tips on how to be healthier, more successful in life. So uh, that's when, whenever you hear someone referencing a video of mine that they've watched, just go to YouTube, Google my name. You can watch all 500 uh, and, and give me a report on each one by next Saturday. I think that'd be awesome. Your video on fibromyalgia and chronic pain references that deep emotion could be the cause of conditions like these. How? Uh, how, how is this possible when they are physical discomfort? Okay, so unresolved emotion or suppressed emotion has to come out in some way. When, when we're trying to push down guilt or fear or insecurity or shame, 
anger, resentments, whatever. And it could be from 30, 40 years ago. I'll tell you this amazing story in a minute about a client I worked with with both chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. But when we are trying to avoid memories from childhood, memories from high school, memories from college, memories from six months ago that we don't want to remember, uh, a horrendous hangover that we had, or losing our home, or losing our marriage, or being abused emotionally, physically, etc., when we don't want to deal with that, it's got to come out in some form. Now, I remember in the 80s, Joan Borisenko, Dr. Joan Borisenko came out with a book, um, or it might have been in the early 90s because we interviewed her on our show multiple times. Great interview. But she wrote a book called Minding, uh, Minding the Body, Mending the Mind, and it was all about her migraine headaches. Now, migraines are a physical pain, just like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, etc. Migraines are a manifestation for most of us, and I know that a lot of people are going to shake their head and say that's not true, but migraines are a manifestation of submerged emotions in many, many cases. And Dr. Joan Borisenko, a researcher, when she had her migraines in the book, she tells the story, but she found it was because she was in denial of a marriage falling apart. She never asked anyone for help. She had two little kids. She was going for her, her Ph.D., Working full-time, going to school full-time, trying to keep a family together. She was as unhappy as could be. And what she wrote about in the book was the manifestation of migraine gave her time out. Isn't that interesting? Like, in other words, when the migraine would come on, everyone would leave her alone. She'd get a break because she couldn't ask for help or a break on her own. Codependency had taken over her life. So when it comes to fibromyalgia, chronic pain, migraines, you know, we have seen in our work in the past 23 years in my coaching and counseling work that people oftentimes are suffering physically because of emotions that have not been taken care of. There was a woman I worked with years ago from out west and she had come to me with, all oh, I mean, agoraphobia, which is a fear of le- leaving your home, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, high anxiety. I mean, and she was on so many medications, bless her heart. And we worked together for about six weeks, all on one topic. And that topic was going back into her childhood and releasing the pain and the frustration of having an alcoholic father. And in releasing and doing the work now, from what was 30 plus years ago and getting rid of the guilt and the shame and the anger that she had at her dad, she was able to cut back on her medications by over 50% in six weeks. She was able to get out of the house and drive her car. She was, I mean, in six weeks period of time, all of these radical changes started happening because she went after the submerged emotions dealt with them that have been hidden and pushed down for so many years. And we see that all the time. We see that with addictions. We see it, oh, my God, with food addictions, uh, resentments that have been misplaced, shame and guilt that has never been dealt with. And the same can happen with any addiction. So, you know, really, really get on top of it. If you're struggling immensely with anything like this whatsoever, you want to be really... uh, careful, I want to say the word is, you want to be very cautious about saying that there's got to be some type of medication or whatever it might be to take care of it. Dr. Joan Borisenko proved that wasn't true. When she went into her her own uh, emotional release and started taking responsibility and got out of being the victim, her migraines disappeared. 
It is amazing. It's powerful. 1-800-548-TALK. Our text number, 941-266-7676. And I I want to mention this, too, for your friends that aren't able to listen to the show. In the first hour, we had uh, Jonathan Stanley, who went from being a, a, a dropping out of high school, a dishwasher to a male stripper, to following his dreams and creating his first movie that is now being shown at a huge film festival next week. If you missed that, a Rising from the Ashes, a story like The Phoenix, after 9 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, at our website, talkdavid.com, that interview will be archived. James Smitty Smith talking about boxers that have gone down the wrong path and what can we do to make sure we don't follow that in the world of alcohol and drugs. James Smith, the interview will be on. Coming up in a little bit, Lorna Byrne, oh my gosh, all the way from Ireland. This woman has written several best-selling books on angels. She can actually see angels in physical form. She's going to be on and that interview will be up after 9 p.m. Eastern time. I am so glad that you are with us. Check out our website, talkdavid.com. Next Sunday, our big workshop, Love and Relationships, three hours, only $27. Join us via teleconference. That and more at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.